I'm Patricia Pierce. Welcome to the We Awakening podcast. Beneath the global crises we are facing, something truly extraordinary is happening on Earth. Planetary consciousness is shifting as humankind sheds its belief in separateness and awakens to the truth of interexistence. In this podcast, we explore this awakening into unitive consciousness that will give rise to a new world, and we celebrate the luminous web that connects us all. Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. This week is Holy Week in the Christian tradition, and whether or not you identify with that lineage, I think that what this week conveys has an important message for all of us. Because what this week is about is what happens when Christ consciousness meets the cross. And when I think about the cross, I see the cross really as a symbol, a quintessential symbol of the egoic mind, the mind that lives in this illusion of separateness and division, that enacts violence, that attempts to control, oftentimes through violence, but also by instilling fear. So the cross really is a symbol of the ego mind and the world that arises from that egoic mind. And we see the cross playing out across the world even today. We can, you know, we see it playing out in Ukraine. We see it playing out in the burning of the rainforests. We see it playing out in these extreme inequalities of wealth. So we know we can just look around us and we can see that the cross is very much alive in our world, very much at play. And this question of what happens when Christ consciousness meets the cross is, in my mind, one of the most important explorations that we can live into, because we know that we are living in an age in which even the Earth's capacity to support life is hanging in the balance. And the question is whether we are willing to embody this Christ consciousness that can meet the cross, and in the way in which it meets that cross, open the way for transformation and resurrection. So when we talk about Christ consciousness, you know, historically, and this is one of the one of the obstacles, one of the hurdles we need to get past, because historically, the word Christ has been assigned to an individual, namely Jesus. And that is really unfortunate because Christ consciousness is the awareness of the totality of all that is. It's the awareness of one's own union with all that is. It's the awareness of the reality of love in which nothing is excluded. So Christ consciousness is actually the truth of what we are. It's the truth of where we have come from, where we have arisen from. And it is this quest to open ourselves to that consciousness that is, I believe, our purpose for being here on the planet. So when Christ consciousness meets the cross, when this consciousness of oneness, this unitive consciousness from which nothing is excluded, meets the cross, what happens? Well, I believe the first thing that happens is that this consciousness, this Christ consciousness, sees through the cross. 
it sees that the cross is an illusion in the mind, that all of these divisions and these hierarchies and these judgments and condemnations, they have no reality. And in that sense, the cross is empty. It is empty of meaning and it is empty of power. It is empty of reality. So Christ consciousness sees through the cross. It sees that it is an illusion in the mind. Even if it takes shape in the world of form, it is not real because ultimate reality is love and only love. So Christ consciousness, first of all, sees through the illusion of the cross. And it does not do battle with the illusion of the cross. And this is an important point because I think oftentimes we want to do battle with illusions. But when we do battle with illusions, all we're doing is we're making them real to ourselves. We're making them real in our own minds. We're giving them power in our own minds. So Christ consciousness does not do battle with the cross. It has no need to because it knows that the cross is nothing. The cross is empty. Furthermore, it knows that everything is love and that anything that is not expressing love is simply ignorance. It is lack of understanding. So Christ consciousness can look at all that's playing out in the world and recognize it as ignorance. They know not what they do. And why? Because they know not who they are. When we're acting out of cross consciousness, we do not know who we are. When we are attacking others, when we are trying to dominate and control others, when we are attacking and condemning ourselves, we are living in cross consciousness or from the consciousness of the cross, the egoic mind. So Christ consciousness meets cross consciousness. And what happens? It doesn't condemn what is happening. It doesn't participate, in other words, in one of the fundamental rules, ground rules of cross-consciousness, which is judgment. So when Christ-consciousness meets the cross, it doesn't judge. It sees only ignorance. And in seeing only ignorance, it is forgiven because it is ultimately not real. In the story of Jesus, we see someone who embodied this consciousness, someone who had seen through the illusion of ego, who knew his own divine nature, and only wanted for all of us to know our divine nature. And so in this meeting of Christ consciousness with the cross that this Holy Week uh, story conveys to us, what we see is this consciousness not resisting what the cross is enacting, but in a sense it yields to it and it holds it in love. It does not condemn, and by not condemning, it shakes the foundations, it fractures the egoic world and its foundations. Now this drama of Christ consciousness meeting the cross, we might see it as an outward drama, an outward story, an outward encounter that happens in the world. But in fact, it begins within. Because if we are really observing, we can see how within us, both of these consciousnesses exist. We can, we can experience them at different times within ourselves. 
We will notice that there are probably some people that we continue to see as wicked or evil. And Christ consciousness does not see evil. It sees only ignorance. Evil is the invention of the ego mind. So we can see that this cross-consciousness is playing out in our own minds, and oftentimes playing out in our attitudes about ourselves and the ways that we think about ourselves when we are condemning ourselves. So we can see that within us is this cross-mentality, this mentality of the egoic mind symbolized by the cross. So we can see that that is within us. And in our more awake moments, when we are in Christ consciousness, and really the, the, for me, the portal to Christ consciousness is through the heart. And so when we are abiding in the heart's knowing, which is a unitive knowing, the heart knows its oneness with all it is, when we are abiding in that Christ consciousness, in that experience of oneness, we can look at our own illusions, our own ignorance, and we can hold it in love. We can recognize that no matter what our perceived deficiencies may be, we see it all through the eyes of love. We see it all from the heart. So when this Christ consciousness meets this cross mind, Everything is transformed because everything is held in love. This week depicts a drama in the, in the historical narrative of Jesus being crucified and resurrected. And one of the ways that the cross has been kept alive has been through the doctrine that has given it divine purpose. The doctrine of the atonement in the Christian tradition gives the cross a divine purpose. So rather than seeing the cross as empty and without meaning and without power, some of the doctrine, some of the belief system has kept the cross very much alive and has given it a significance that it does not have in divine reality. So in this saga in which Christ consciousness goes to the cross, and holds everything that is transpiring there in love and forgiveness, we see that a verdict is in fact rendered, and that verdict is the only verdict that love can ever give, which is not guilty. And when we open ourselves up, when we open our own beings up to the significance of that, of that verdict, not guilty. We can feel how it sends tremors through the foundations of the egoic mind. We can feel how this consciousness of love cracks open the tomb that we've been living in, the tomb of our own condemnation. We can feel how that verdict opens the way for our resurrection and a new world. 